Hi there. Welcome to Creation Station Monthly. This is our show where we talk about a creative topic with two strangers. They've never met each other before logging in to see the show today. And we're going to spend some time asking questions. Why did you get into this field? How did you think about this field before or afterwards? And today's topic is going to puzzle you all because you know I do a lot of tech stuff. But today, it's all about family reunions because July is Family Reunion Month. So, Mary Ellen and Jana, how are you doing today? Fine. I'm just fine. So, Jana, I want you to lead us off, please, and tell us what do you do about family reunions and what do you, how long you've been doing these sorts of things and what makes them, in your mind, start to click to be creative? Okay. Well, I have been attending family reunions since I was a little girl. So I always attended, but I didn't get into the planning of it, um, creating activities and that type of thing until I became an adult. But my mother was always instrumental in the family reunions and the family tree and that type of thing. So it's, 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 it's been many, many years. I know that you, I heard about a church thing. Tell me about that. Okay, so I'm, I'm a proud member of Mount Hermon Amy Church. And uh, we have a historical society and a museum. And our museum is full of all kinds of artifacts and things. Um, our church is, uh, I think we're 118, I'm going to check that, 118 years old. We're one of the first, um, we're the largest African-American, African Methodist Episcopal Church in Broward County in Southern Florida. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt there, but just for uh -huh. people from outside of our area, when you're saying, oh, 118, that's not, Broward County's not even 118 years old right. yet. So, so we were been here longer than we have. But, right. So the, the church has been here before Broward County's form. Okay. So the church has, all, has been, it was one of the first things here by the railroad track before um, Flagler. If you remember Flagler, who actually established the railroads and all that. Uh, we were in, you know, um, during that time. So it was in 19, actually it was in 1906 is when we established. Yeah, that's Just when we were established. Crazy. Yes. And Mary Ellen, tell us about you, because I know you've been doing family reunions. You've been like the person for your family doing all these for a long time, haven't you? Uh, it started in 1991. I'm uh, one of seven children. And one of my brothers said, why don't we all go to the beach? And we came from different states. Pittsburgh was our home where we all grew up. And he booked a beach house in, I think it was, oh, Sanderling. No. Anyway, it was on the Virginia shore. And at that time, there was probably five little kids uh, nieces and nephews, and they slept on the floor in sleeping bags and had a ball, and the adults had the bedrooms. And we went back to that same location two years later. It worked out so well that we decided we'd do it every other year. And um, then we moved on to uh, Myrtle Beach, and then we ended up finally in Corolla Light at the very northern tip of the Outer Banks. It's north of Duck, North Carolina. And once we went to um, Duck and um, Corolla Light, I guess they needed somebody to take the reins. And I'm the oldest child, and I guess I was just, okay, I'll do it. And so I did it from probably 1999 until this past year. 
2021, I had retired and even though I'd have more time for the planning, I needed to have the younger generation coming up to carry this through. And I put it out there the first night, does anyone want to do this? And uh, the next day, nobody had come and my one niece said, well, my one nephew would like to do it. So I went up to the nephew and he says, oh yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. This is what I do. He's a realtor in Arlington and Virginia. And I says, Ben, it's yours. So I gave him all of my information of who I contact, when I contact them, and that's how it went. So we had our, uh, Ben organized the one last month and it worked out beautifully. That is awesome. Now that leads us to my, my question. As anybody who's watched the show before knows, I'm always asking these questions about what kind of technology are you using and stuff like that. That's my first question for both of you is, what are you actually doing to do that planning with? Because there's a lot of coordination stuff going on and it may seem like, oh, well, Bob, how hard could it be? No, I, I, I know how hard it can be just to get six people together for something. And you're both doing dozens or more people all this time. Tell us, what do you use, Mary? How, do you, how do, have you actually organized these people to, to pass well, it on? I'm not as tech savvy as you are, Bob. So I was using the computer. I was using, I knew what realty companies or have rentals on the Outer Banks. And I also knew what section of the Outer Banks I wanted to do. So I would just search the website for houses that had six bedrooms. And um, uh, because we needed four to five houses, we're up to five houses now because we're like 45 people. And as the younger kids get older, you can't put them in double rooms or triple rooms as much as we could when they were younger. I can't so I imagine like computer, some of them don't want to sleep in sleeping bags anymore. No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, well then now there's a new generation coming up. So they probably would be, but right now they're kind of toddlers and still in cribs. So they're not ready for that yet. But Ben uh, being in real estate, he seemed to be able to do a lot of spreadsheets and different things that I just wasn't capable so Phyllis and Jonna, how are you doing on that? Okay. So this year uh, we had a, a break because of COVID. So we haven't met in a while. And then we re end up noticing a lot of our uh, patriarchs and matriarchs of the family had passed away. So it was kind of challenging. And they were like, uh Oh, we better meet to keep this family lineage going because mm -hmm. if we don't know who we are amongst, amongst each other, you know, it's going to be difficult. So we used um, text messages. We used uh, emails, the email blasts. We had newsletters, that type of thing to get the, the information out. And uh, we sometimes we just had to call people. That still works. It still works to this day. Calling them, hey, I know you passed the deadline, but we, we encourage you all to participate. So um, the younger generation, but I'm with Mary Ellen. Um, the ch it's, it's challenging, and I thought this was our struggle this year. So this year, we just came back from uh, family reunion in June, and we were at Met Margaritaville in Orlando. Mm. So we had uh, six cottages, and some stayed at the hotel. But the challenge was the age gap. 
So we came up with this thing like uh, flex time because the older generation, which I guess I'm an elder now. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I don't want to go to theme parks. Because it's Orlando and the younger generation and the, the kids, and they had a, it's a lot of kids in this family. I mean, elementary school, middle school. So I knew they would want to, you know, participate in the theme parks and those types of things. So we came up with this thing called Flex Time, where we would plan a meeting together or, or an activity that we would come together, but we gave people flex time to go and do those things things in Orlando because Orlando is just it's it's just a wonderful place so much to do yeah there's a lot it's a lot to do and so those other people text message um Google actually the Google forms really helped a lot because we created a lot of QR codes okay and um we had um Am I speaking too much? Is that no, 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 no. Go, go, go. No, this is good. This is good info for us. So we had QR codes in different houses, hosted different things. Like I had crown night, and that was for the women who wanted to come. It rained a lot in June. You remember how all the rain that was coming? So when it was raining, I was sent out that um, text blast. Um, Because we had like, um, we had paint, paint and sip at my cottage. So the women came over. To my cottage and we did a little painting activity talked and you just caught up you know and nice. then the guys had at another cottage they had um cigars and conversations and i'm not sure what went on there but i'm quite sure they had a good time <laughs> <laughs> but all of this using the technology letting letting people know what's going on what time if you want to meet us if you want to join us but we had two things that were mandatory was the banquet and that was the whole you know the one activity we really encouraged everybody to come to and then we had a 5k um walk run fun run um dedicated to my uncle who uh, passed away who loved fitness and he's he used to be uh, do marathons and he was like 70 80 years old so we kind of like named it after him. That's a nice so tribute. Yeah. The challenge is how do you connect? That's my question for both of you is how, how do you keep these people? I'm just imagining this. Oh, hey, yeah, I haven't seen you in five years, mm-hmm. cousin from my sister's side. Um, let's, you know, let's all get together in a house together. How do you to manage that conversation? I had a committee. and i and i called you know what i was a senior my i was a senior advisor um a lot of my family comes from georgia and i had my cousin she was a senior ellen she was a a senior advisor but we tried to let the younger people plan it and then it kind of like they didn't know what else to do so we jumped in so we we use those generations on the committee and, and a lot of things they were saying they didn't want to do uh, you know they were like what's wrong we don't want to do this i don't think anybody want to do that so it was good to hear what they want to do and the type of things that they want to do because you know they these gamers and stuff so um they even had a, a cottage that had the younger people you know with the little i don't know they were doing games and stuff like a game their house but it's a challenge of how to um get those different age groups and keep them interested but i did hear feedback and we had a feedback of how they think the reunion went 
And this just like Mary so Ellen, we, um, we, um, we decided to meet every other year. Mm-hmm. And, and we also voted on where it's going to be before so, we left the reunion. It's going to be in Atlanta. Do you both rotate them to different places then? Or do you keep to the same? Mary Ellen, are you guys kind of locked one in on year, the banks now? One year we went to the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. Ooh, and wow. while everyone seemed to enjoy it, they uh, many of the people said they wanted to go back to the beach because we come from five states and mm-hmm. I'm the only one that is in a, you know, along the ocean and the kids <laughs> wanted to go back to the beach. So we go back exactly. to the same area every, every time. It's a very family oriented place. Mm-hmm. They have a trolley, which the young kids love. They can take it to the beach. They can take it back. There's a pool, two pools right on the dunes so that you can go from the pool to the ocean back up again that sort of thing we do not have as much planned as uh, jana jana does and uh other than dinner at night uh people each family is on their own for breakfast and lunch they can go out and eat they can eat in their house Mm -hmm. they can eat at the at the pool but dinner uh we all have and originally each family did dinner one night that was in the early days mm-hmm. and then we decided to break the families up it seemed that um, some of the wives thought the husbands didn't quite help enough because they were on it was their wives you know it's like they were still at home so right. this way we we break it up and uh all the kids are involved if they're six years old they're involved even if they do mm-hmm. almost nothing mm-hmm. But usually they're put on with one of their parents. So they might cook, I know, cut up a little vegetable or something. Uh, bake chocolate chip cookies for dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on that. I, I can do cookies. I'm, I'm good. Can do cookies? Okay. All right. So that, that we started that probably 14 years ago. And with the um, breaking it up for six people, mm-hmm. that's what it kind of turned out mm-hmm. to be. And then it seemed to be once they got to the beach, they would decide what they're going to make. Well, two years ago, when we decided that the younger generation needed to take more responsibility and they would be the head chefs. And a lot of my nephews are very good cooks. Well, now it's gotten to be almost like a competition with Mm -hmm. these guys. Mm -hmm. They're each in charge and they still have their six people. Um, but they make their um, menu in advance and they kind of broadcast it so when no one else takes the same menu. <laughs> it's kind of funny. But okay. that's how it works out. And it works out very well. That's so um... We don't care what they cook. It could be steak. <laughs> it could be hot dogs. Okay. We just want to be able to walk in and have a nice mm-hmm. dinner and, you know, hors d'oeuvres and a little right. bit of wine, all that kinds of stuff. So that is um, mainly how we do that. But the, since the pool and the beach are so close together, we're in contact with everybody all day, but it's not really um, as organized. The community has t-shirt, uh, t-shirts, which they tie, uh, tie-dye. So oh. if anyone wants to do that in the morning, they can do that. Hmm. Um, we usually go crabbing one day. Young kids oh, go out, we go out and get chicken legs. And we go and um, the young kids get crabs and eh. mm-hmm. so, but they have a lot of fun doing that. 
And at night, you know, we have Scrabble players, we have poker players, we have other card players. So you can go home and read your book if you want, or you can mm -hmm. stay and play Scrabble or whatever else, you know. Uh, so it's I'm leaning really, towards the book thing. I'm leaning towards sitting on the beach reading a book. Well, this is a, this is at night. I got my Kindle. I'm good. Oh, okay. I, I can go right. for a Where long time. Going? That's the whole thing. You know, it's everyone can do whatever they want to do. The only thing that and this the dinner is not mandatory. It's like they want to come. But these kids, these ones that are now doing the dinners, they were the original group the very first year. Mm -hmm. And as I said, we're from five states. These kids have stayed together through social media. And that wouldn't have happened if we didn't have this reunion. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they are in touch. And every one of them comes. Every one of them comes. We had one that didn't come this year because his wife is a lawyer and the, the judge wouldn't show, change a trial date. Mm -hmm. So they weren't able to come. But other than that, they're there. <laughs> yeah. so that leads me to a question. I, John, I, you go first, John, and then I'm going to ask my question. You look like no, our, I thought our attendance was very well this year. We had um, close to 100 people. I think the last the camp was 92. But um, the whole the reason why we had like the mandatory banquet is because we needed to see who, whom and who everyone is. And it was very important um, to, I mean, uh, just 10 years ago, those kids grow so. And you're like, wow, yeah. you know. Now, you put these all in one room? All 100-something We had a banquet room? room. Yeah, we had that a banquet awesome. facility. Yeah, we had a um, um, West, it was called West Park Community Center. Very mm -hmm. nice community center. Um, we had the food catered in, you know, just a simple menu. But just to have everyone say, hey, I'm so-and-so, this is my wife, and I have three kids, so they know how, and my mother is this, and my father was that, to make sure you know how. The main goal is not just to have fun. We were having a lot of fun, but we wanted to also make sure we got that family and a legacy tie-in. So that's why, and, and those kids, they grew up, they were walking up to me, and I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I remember you, but you were a little girl last time i saw you so it's very important and that they know you know who's who that is that's that sounds from both of you that is an awesome idea yeah. uh, of how to how to build those things up now what do you think if you're trying if somebody out there is like listening to this and they're like oh wait a minute i'm inspired we've got a family i could get you know these people what's the one thing you want to tell them like this is how you have to get started Get started. Get started. <laughs> get um, started. No matter what the number, no matter how many, everybody's going to have an opinion. Because uh, when it started, they were like Margaritaville, you know, we're like the cottages. And some people thought it's too expensive. You know, the whole money thing is a whole thing, too. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. you know, how do you, it's a whole lot of factors. How do you keep it, the cost down and all that? Just start, even if it's, two families next year could be three or four families just build on that but you know you got to get started somewhere and just and just keep you know just keep the faith that it's going to turn out but at least get started yeah in my case you have to start a year in advance because these houses are um they they go quickly mm -hmm. and uh the most of the uh, realty companies if you rent this year 
and you leave on Saturday, you have until Monday to rent the same cottage, same house for next year for the same week. If you, they, if you do not, and we don't do that because we're only there every other year, then you can go and rent on, um, I can call on Tuesday. So that was the big um, date that I always had. I had to have which houses I wanted to rent on that Tuesday because mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait too long. Somebody else might get might have rented it before me. So, so Bob, I, I just want to yeah. say somebody beginning, though, I think me and Mary Ellen kind of worked up to the houses and stuff. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Oh, yes. Oh, most, yes. Most people start out with a block of rooms at a hotel at a reasonable price. Start there. And then you build from there. What? How did you both arrive at your timing on this? For when and why that? You both explained kind of like the where, mm-hmm. but what about the why and the time and the when? I think we first started out in June, and um, we just seemed that that worked for most people as soon as the kids were out from school. Yeah. And then I found also, as I was trying to keep costs down, that the earlier that I could go in June was uh, more cost effective than waiting to the last week of June. So, and people know, right now we've gone so many times, everyone knows it's about the second week of June that we go. Okay. Right. I'm I'm sort of with Mary Ellen. Um, We kind of know that um, ours is always the last week of June. Okay. somewhere around there but if it would change if we get like a good um you know bargain on something or uh we will change it but that's why it's best to plan at least a year ahead so because a lot of jobs are um you have yeah. to put your vacation time in a year ahead so yeah, that's for, that's yeah, why for me it's it feels so weird for summer because i'm busy doing summer stuff yeah. and for the library and you guys are both like oh no we do this all summer long it sounds like you could like do a party for a whole week. Are you doing this for just two days, or how many days are you both celebrating on this? Ours is a week, Saturday to Saturday. And my mine was four days. That is awesome. Mine was four days. So at those people who were having a difficult time getting off of work or who didn't plan well, because <laughs> we went from Thursday to Sunday, and I knew not I knew from past experience not to put too much on that Thursday. Because most people are like, okay, we're just going to drive up right after work on Friday. So I knew that was going to happen. What and night is the banquet night? And that happened. Uh, Saturday night was banquet Saturday night. Saturday night, okay. So it's a whole lot of, th- it's so many activities that things people can do. But, you know, you try to keep this cost down. Um, sometimes in the past we did Sunday worship at, you know, a church or whatever. Um, but we're just getting to this stage with the cottages and doing all that. Because this new generation makes you do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't have that same family union we had back in the older days where you went and you know, we're outside the picnic, you know, um, which is fine. But they want to, it's like you have to keep them engaged, this new generation, which I don't blame them. But they want to do new and exciting things. So you have to keep it growing and exciting. Mm-hmm. Now, Mary Ellen... Jana mentioned briefly, I'm going to have her come back over to it. During the pandemic, when we all had to stay away and we all had to do things, did you both do this sort of thing online? Or do you still, to this day, bring in someone like if, like someone who can't make it? Do they get to like 
be on a Zoom call with everybody one night or something like that? Or how, have you guys thought about using those kinds of things? We haven't really done that because people have come. Um, I'm just trying to think back about what we did in the pandemic. Um, well, we went in, we go in the odd years. My one brother keeps telling me that. Remember, it's the odd years. So we went in 21 and we went in 23. So okay. the a pandemic didn't really hold us back. I think part of that area was closed the summer before, but they reopened for bookings for 21. So we, okay. we went back. Yeah. And didn't have any difficulties. Good. Very good. Yeah. How about Jonna? How um, during the pandemic, um, actually, we weren't talking about the family reunion. We knew that we couldn't go anywhere, but we did have a lot of like a, a, a Zoom calls. We had a, I know we had our birthday party and all the family was on and, and then we right. chat with the girls like most of the, the guys didn't want to do it. But the, the girls, we got together on Zoom and we had a good time and we talked and everything. So and we kept, you know, kept in contact with everybody. How you doing? How you guys doing up there and all this kind of stuff. So but um actually it came out of the pandemic those little chit chats on zoom that we need we need to plan these family unions when uh, when it's all clear Good. and so that's that's yeah. actually how we got because we need to get back together so now prior to this whole idea how were you one of the questions we always ask people is how were you creative before you got into this field so you both seem really organized people. What did you do in your lives before this portion of, and this is obviously not a, a real life and not a career of doing family reunions. I'm certain there's somebody out there who is like, oh, I do this for a living and I plan things for people. Um, but what did you do in the past that you feel like you built up some skills that helped you with being creative and doing this and coming up with all these ideas for how to get everyone involved? Well, I guess it started way back in that my mother died early and I was the oldest of seven. So I was a freshman in college when that happened. So um, uh, that put a lot of response. Well, just even before mom died, being the oldest, you're going to have organizational skills because you have to help at home. Um, my first career was food service management and I managed a restaurant in a large metropolitan hospital with 60 employees that was open 24 hours a day because we were a first-class trauma center. Then I went on to um, midlife and changed to occupational therapy, and um, I became director of um, rehab in nursing homes in Florida. So all of my career was basically management and organization. Donna, what did, how about you? How did how did you get roped into this? Um, sort of like Mary Ellen, my mother. My mother was um, always we got to get together, we got to do this back and forth to Georgia. You know, she was just close to her family. I think building seeing her, but I can back up. Um, my organizational skills come from the military, so oh. I was a, a sergeant. In United States Army for years. Nice. So I get that. And I'm currently with um, Broward County Schools right now. Another so, organization. Another or everything is organization. Organization. <laughs> so those skills come in handy. But I think the one skill that that can't be taught, you have to be that person that kind of um, 
knows everyone. And if you don't know everyone, you can speak to someone and get them to know your family. You know, I just, we just want to meet you. You know, I have never been a quiet person. I guess you could tell that. So um, you have to have that rapport with people and build those relationships. And I think that's key to family reunion. And I want to, I want to ask that question because you both have mentioned like ex- local extended and how many in this, when you're thinking about this and doing these, how do you plan for who's going to come? Are you looking at uh, Marianne and you mentioned your, the kids, you know, you've got the, the six and then their kids. Is it cousins? Is it, where do you get out to how big, how many it's like I come from a decently sized family. When we sit down and we put everyone around the table for Thanksgiving, we're at thirty something people, with all of, with all the kids and husbands and wives and everybody. So how do you decide? Where's your drop off point? Of well, your sister can come, but not your wife's sister. Or tell me where along those lines are you guys thinking about? Well, for the last two years, one of the nephews, his in-laws came, come, and they've kind of become part of the family. So um, that has, you know, that's been a, a nice um, added to, to people because they're very personable and, you know, no problems there. I kind of get the hint that another um, in-law might be wanting to come the next time we go because the uh another nephew his it would be his wife's parents because she's come now two or three times and has had a good time and wants her parents to come now whether or not that happens next time i don't know it would all depend on you know how do we get the number of houses with the number of bedrooms that can uh, accommodate everybody. We haven't gotten to the point that people are saying that we've got 20 more people that want to come. That hasn't happened yet. So I don't know whether it will. Uh, we haven't had any conversation as to limiting the number. That's nice. How about it, John? I think um, the majority of my family is from Georgia. So okay. I will this time. So I think in 2024, is going to be in Georgia. So we're not going to, I really don't want to cap any numbers. And actually our uh, family reunion was called um, Hamilton Family Reunion Family and Friends. Mm-hmm. You, we do have some people who, you know, you always had that person, they're not related, but they're always at yeah. every function. You think they're, you don't need, they're not blood related, but they're family. Let me put it that way. Um, my uh, sons, his in-laws joined us this time. Um, uh, we had some other people who um, were there, friends of other family members. But I haven't, I don't think we'll ever cap it. I, I, like, I think the more is merrier, merrier for me because mm-hmm. we really want to see people. Now, at the banquet, when we start doing the family tree and getting the kids to understand we, as far back yeah. as we can go, is Carrie Hamilton, which is my great, great, great grandmother. So that's the family that we're, my mother's side of the tree, not my dad's, mm-hmm. my mother's side of the tree. So those are who, that's whom we invite anybody related to her. And it's up to them to come. 
Uh, we have quite a few who didn't come, so I, I'm expecting a great turnout in Georgia 2025 because majority of them are from Georgia and they wouldn't have to travel. So I'm just picturing you with like this huge poster on a wall that people are filling in names and tracing things back and forth to figure out how am I related to this person over here? Oh, funny you said that. So the creative side of me had two <laughs> family trees, you know, so, so, you know, I work out of school. So I had um, one tree with, you know, it's just branches and we had, um, the two sisters where we had Carrie Hamilton at the top and then the two sisters, Fannie Mae and then um, Elizabeth Wheat. And it was so interesting that we put um, leaves on the table and they felt, put their name on the leaf. And as you um, took your family up to introduce them, you will fill in the leaves. And it was so interesting to see how this side of the family is really, I think they had like, like 50, 60 leaves and not my, Poor family. We only had like 12, maybe. On that side. But it was so interesting. But I have one, um, my aunt who passed away, my mom's first cousin, who they're, they're just missed. Everybody kept saying we didn't want to make it morbid by mentioning them. But um, they were just hugely missed. But she had 17 children. So that's why that side of the tree was full. Yeah. Yeah, the old fashioned. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. And my side of the tree were like, oh my goodness, was, <laughs> you know, but we're all family. So are you both like using Ancestry or 21andMe or, or whatever to track family members we, and stuff? We use, we use Ancestry, yes. And we built it. But the best, my mom, like I said, that, that previous generation before, they had it down packed. They had it the old fashioned way written down. Written down on the first page of the yes. family Bible, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How about Mary Ellen? How about how are you are you guys tracking that anyway of, of, of all the people? I think who one person there? might be, but we don't use it on the reunion at all. Because okay. we know who the, the group is and it's the descendants from my siblings uh and down. Right. So um we haven't done that. That's nice. I do like that idea, though, that you've got a definitive here. We begin here. We, we can track and we know. That is nice. Yes. Yeah. That, that is that. That's a really fun thing. So tell me, I want you guys to each brag here for a moment and tell me what is your favorite thing out of all the years you've been doing these and all the all the moments you you got kids together and whoever to to. to cook or do whatever what's the one thing you want to brag about that like this was a really good experience that moved everybody who showed up that day i can think of um we had actually two i love the kids so the kids did like a talent show see now anybody out I there who mean, thought wait a minute bob how are you going to be creative with family re reunions look at what we've got going on here folks we, we look within our that that was previous years when my mom was alive so they, they used to always do this like little talent show and whatever but like i said we kind of like stepped up this year we had an actual we had two we had a comedy show for that friday night because we have a comedian in our family so he did like a little thing but the the the, the icing on the cake was diana when she opened her mouth to start singing, I'm like, wow, where did it come from? 
she was amazing amazing i mean fantastic voice and it's all within the family that is awesome how about it Marianne? well i think similar we didn't have any um any skits or anything but some of the younger nieces and nephews have some real talents in singing yeah. and uh my nephew plays the vi vi violin so they put on a little show one night the two of them and they're both in the same school and they were in a class play and a class concert and so they put on some of their songs that they had done then um but the the skits i think that's something that we're going to have to work on for let those those younger kids start to do that yeah. that's a good idea <laughs> yeah I, I i can picture this is and this is now where you need to get more people in and as you start to explore just how many different people are in the family you're going to find these talents out there that no one ever that's, that's what i said i'm like wow where did that come from yeah okay so we, we also uh, you know, we have the adults now reaching milestone birthdays and one's graduating from high school, college, that sort of thing. So we, we honor those people. Um, That's good. While we're there. And now, and you got a whole cooking competition going on too. Now we have a cooking earlier. competition going on. That's a, that's a good one. I'm going to steal that idea at Mary Ellen. Exactly. That, that's, that, that is linked. Yeah. So now tell me. How could you, because you both do this and, and have done this. And one of the things we always ask in the show is, what do people outside of your field think about what you're doing? You know, about for this kind of thing. So what would you say to someone who who's looking at you like, okay, yeah, so it's a family reunion. So what? What would you say to someone like that who's like, no, this is why you need to be doing this. And this is... If you have the time, here's like the professional advice you can give people to go do this as a side hustle thing. What do you think, Mary Ellen? What would you what would you tell somebody about the uh, what do they want to do about this? I think she's uh, she froze on us. Mary Ellen's froze yeah. on us. You go, John. John. I would say. To, to attend a family reunion is to know yourself okay. because you get, you'll get into um, speaking with people. You wonder why, why did I pick this field? And then you find out, Oh, wow. I come from a field of educators. Oh, wow. I come from, you know, if you notice most of your family are all, it's like they have like three professions within your family and you get to know that and you're like, Oh, I, I was thinking about this college kids age. Like, Oh, I was thinking about going into law. They would see, it's already in the family. Oh, I didn't know that. So I, I think they should attend, and you'll, you'll find a whole a lot about yourself when you attend and find out about your family. How about you, Mary Ellen? Now that you're back with us, you froze up there for a minute on us. Tell us. I did, and I missed your the beginning part of your question. But well, uh, so so asking about you know for somebody who's on the outside here saying, well, wait a minute, it's not like I want to make this a career. But what would you do? What would you give them as advice? Like how to get into this if you wanted to do family reunions as a side hustle type thing? One of our questions we always ask people is, what, is it, what do the rest of the world think about your profession? Well, start small. <laughs> oh, 
Are you back now? Oh, you froze up again on us. Uh, uh, I, we're not hearing you, Mary Ellen. A lot of my friends, and it builds. I think we're losing you, Mary Ellen. I think, yeah, I think your connection just kind of died on us there, Mary Ellen. You're all broken up there, video and audio. We're gonna, we'll move on. Well, let me ask one more question here because we're actually, we're almost time to wrap up here. Um, I did want to say, I, I want to ask about where do you want to go with this in the future? You were both talking about passing this along to the next generation to continue doing it. What would you like to see them or to see how it could continue forward for that? John, are you jump in and do, okay. and we'll Let see if Mary Ellen can get caught up. So she can get back in sync. Right. So what I would like for the future generation to kind of take the reins, run with it. Um, just not one time a year. I would like to see it go where we keep in touch by Zoom. Um, I did notice on my Facebook page, uh, a lot of them tagged us. So now I can see the family and their interactions during it. Just to keep in touch with your family members. And, and I would like to see that happen. I really would. Trying to bring back Mary Ellen now. Did that fix it for you, Mary Ellen? Uh, yes, it does. Thank yeah. You. Okay, good. Better. Yes. Now you are. Just the last thing for you, Mary Ellen, was what would you like to see the, the younger generation as they're taking over? Because you said you're moving this on to the next people. Yeah, are you I letting it skip a generation to take the, the young ones? Yes. I would like my nieces and nephews to continue um, with this because it, it's gone so well since 1991 that to lose this connection would be a very sad thing. So I would recommend anyone just start small and just build. Nice. And you guys both get to be the matriarchs and sit in the back and say, Hey, no, go bring me the, go bring me my drink now. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have to say not going to the grocery store is very nice since they go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to thank you both for doing this this month. It, this was a really fun conversation to have. And I, I, I hope the people out there will uh, get some interesting concepts and ideas and as always, you can email me at creationstation at broward.org if you have any questions that I can pass along for you to get hints and advice. We're going to see right. everybody next month. Uh, thank you all for being here for Creation Station Monthly. And as always, we'll be here on Thursdays for the Tech Talk Weekly. Have a great time, everybody.